Hello and welcome to another amazing episode, another uh, rousing success of an introduction from me, uh, Matt, uh, and the Dry Spellcast. It's episode 78. It's May 14th, 2020. Is there any other information that I'm missing? I don't think so. Um, it rained today. Give the time. It's it's 7:09 p.m. Uh, it's 5:09 p.m. Um, your time zone's wrong, but um, I'm joined <laughs> by uh, Austin and Jason. Austin, say something. What's up, everyone? How That's Austin. Doing? Jason, say something. Hey. That's Jason. So those of you who are listening and have never heard us before, now you know all of our voices. Um, so yeah. Perfectly. There will Perfect. be a test. Uh, there is a test at the end. It is a life or death situation. Um, before we get into anything, they're remastering fucking Tony Hawk games. Man. Yeah. Like one and two. Like Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two is coming out in 2020. And how I'm amazing so excited, is that? Man. Oh, when I heard that, I got so excited. And it's pretty one wild. Of the first questions I had was will they have Superman by Goldfinger? And yes, they will. Yeah, so. they better. Well, I, 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 I'm sure it's all the original, the actual game again, and there's, you know, obviously all new and whatever. Right, they're well, excited. I'm, I mean, I'm excited. Tony Hawk games, especially the first two, were, were really good. So, can't yeah. complain there. Um, how long? Oh, was, uh, how long have I been here talking about how we need like another good arcadey, like BMX or skateboarding <laughs> or snowboarding game, and here we are. We can't make Tony anything Hawk. new, so we might as well just remake the good ones. Right. It, it, I'm so excited, man. Or, or like from what we discussed last week, release them to mobile because that's obviously the where they need to be. So, at that point, so if you're if you're playing a mobile version of a skateboard game, at that point, you might as well just be skateboarding, right? Like, uh, just go to learn how to skateboard. Uh, you can't can't right now, but maybe later. Uh, I mean, you, you can go in your front yard. And it's true. You can skateboard be, on the grass. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, not going to hurt when you fall. Yeah. Oh. Guys, learn how to skateboard in your grass. You heard it here. Um, yeah. That's exciting. Um, I mean, yeah. I think. I mean, this was also another with a couple of other remasters that have been announced. So it's kind of like I agree, like what Matt just said. It's like we can't really make new games, so we're just gonna remake old right. ones because it's easier, kind of thing. So oh well. And like they picked it, the perfect ones. Like I, I'm excited to see if, if this does well if they come out with Tony Hawk Three as well because that one was or another outstanding one. Also, the Underground series. Those yeah. were great. Those were great games too. So I could definitely see that. I mean, I played a crap ton of Underground. So same yeah. here. I think I think the thing about Pro Skater that they have to get right with this is definitely the soundtrack. Um, and uh, Jason, you obviously know more about this than I do, apparently. But like, uh, are they are they adding songs or are they are they uh, sticking to the like the '90s or like early 2000s like? Good God, <laughs> ass punk. It is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remastered One and Two with original soundtrack. Thank okay, God. So. Thank the gods. <laughs> so that's um, all we need in this world right now. The world and needs Scott, anyways. So this might as well be the way to do it. Uh, like I said, like as soon as I heard this, I 
I was thinking about Goldfinger and uh, you know Superman. So I go I, as soon as I heard this was being remastered, I just pulled up that song and I was like, I have to listen to it again, and it just makes me so happy. Speaking of Goldfinger, they need to remake Goldfinger. Not Goldfinger. Goldeneye. <laughs> Goldeneye. No, they don't. James James Bond connection there. That was bad. <laughs> just for, cut that out. We'll cut that out of the podcast. That's fine. That was terrible. Um, no. Um. I think they did on the uh, on the Wii. Way I know. Back. I know someone like fan made part of the game they, in Unreal Four, yes. but I thought but they did like the like a remake of their original on the Wii back in like 2010. I want to say maybe 2011. But yeah, I mean, yeah. It, that did pretty well, so I couldn't see why they wouldn't move it on to other stuff. But it still wouldn't be Tony Hawk. So correct. But, yeah. Um, it's the year of the remaster, I feel like. So I, down here, uh, sounds like Diablo 2 might be getting a remaster this year. Um, Mafia 1 is getting a remaster. So, oh, and so I like that totally makes sense to me with is like the success um, cycle that we've been seeing with uh, the Resident Evil games. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I'll be surprised if we don't see a yeah. lot of this. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, and not, full not even the remaster, the remake. That's that's right. that's it's the big full thing. Full They've remade it. I mean, that they've been so successful. So, yeah, uh, I mean, just which, which I think about... now is like the perfect time for that. Cause we're like we're in that weird in between where like the la this current generation's kind of fizzling out, and the new one's going to start soon. So it's like, what do we do in these next few months? Especially if you're like a studio that's like, I we're working on the a next gen game. But that's not gonna be ready for two more years. So what do we do now, kind of thing? And maybe they right. they jump on our project to help a remaster or something like that. So it makes sense. It keeps people working. So remasters, man. Yeah, game. So. A lot of a lot of new games. A lot of old games being new. Speaking of old games. Matt, what have you been playing? So here, hold on. So we have to address this <laughs> now because so um, good. Jason was gone last week. Uh, yes, he yes, hopped I in was. at the end for a few minutes. Uh, and one of the things, so Jason sat back and listened to the podcast live. Um, and I'll be honest, I don't listen to every single one at the end. Like I, I usually listen to every couple of them after I'm done editing and things like that, like the last <laughs> thing I want to do is really go back and listen to the whole thing. Um, right. But I like just listening to parts and pieces, make sure everything's there and stuff like that. But anyways, um, Jason believes that we say, speaking of way too much. Oh man, we said it. We say it so much. And it's not just like these guys while I'm gone. I think about it and I'm like, no, I, I say that. I, I think it it just became our default transition because we always I think we always have a transition in mind and I think we always try to end we? what we're talking about <laughs> to I think we try at least I try I don't know I, I feel like I always end talking about something that leads into the next thing so you know oh it ends like this and speaking of that here's this new story I but, I try my hardest to make uh -huh. um, segues creative, um, but right. after a while, you know, it starts to get, um, you know, diff more and more difficult. Right. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess we just need, uh, I, I thesaurus won't quite work, but you know, something along those lines. It gives us more things to say other than speaking of, but well, or we like, can just like... really lean into speaking of. It was like being a 
in school typing a paper and you have to do like the transitions between paragraphs <laughs> and then you know most of the time it ends up like i'm like i could just put the same thing and it's right. just it, that you're right that you know how like when you're younger you you write your paper and then you like go find a bunch of words and just click the thesaurus <laughs> button and just start replacing words um right. so i've uh so let's see i went to thesaurus.com and here's here I've picked up some synonyms for speaking of. So I'm going to try to only use speaking of synonyms. How Ooh, about that? I like it. Um, so starting with. Uh, wow. On the subject. There you go. Of, I, like it. Uh, I don't even know where we were segueing from. Um, so wait, hold on. Wow. On the we... subject of old game. Matt, yes. what are you playing? On the subject of old games, um, I've been playing a fuck ton of Dota. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw you playing some. Yeah, so so here's here's the thing. So I have a love hate relationship with Dota, and anybody who's listened to this podcast knows this. Um, and I like so I've watched so much Dota um, at this point but like i never really got into playing it and i'm not really sure why you know um but there was a tournament this past week that i was watching and it got me thinking all right maybe i should give dota another try and i think i'm at that point where it's kind of starting to unlock to me where i'm like all right like this is all starting to make more sense doing the like more meta things where i'm like okay i'm gonna play support and i'm gonna really work on pulling creep waves and like really focusing on more of like the like not the top level stuff but the stuff right below it like i, I feel like i've got the top level concepts you know so i'm going for the mid-level concepts uh and so yeah i've i've been playing dota and i have like been trying to recruit friends to come play dota with me um so we can get a team of five and go get wrecked in pub matches um and i'm like i'm like i really want this to happen so i know jason downloaded dota and uh have have you played it since you downloaded it i haven't yet because uh as i said in my text to you uh teach me how to dota because yes. I have no idea what. Teach me how to so. Dota. T -t Teach me how yeah, to Dota. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, uh, that might happen here soon. Matt and I might play a little bit. Yeah. How not I suck? Thought I had Dota. I know it's free, well, so it's not like it's a big deal. But I thought I had it like in my Steam library, but I guess I don't. So. so which means you've never tried it with us. I thought I did. I thought I did the tutorial. I like I swear thought... I've done it. I thought that Matt went and put Dota in your library when you helped yeah. you set up your computer or something. I honestly think you did. I don't know. I that sounds like something I would do. I like as a joke is just install Dota on your computer and then leave. I don't um, see it on here though, and I but I know I've done the uh, like the what you, the intro or whatever the, the intro training. tutorial. I right. know I've done that, so. I don't know um, where where it ended where it ended up, but which okay. is so funny because it's like the tutorial is like okay here's like the basic UI stuff doesn't teach you how to get, play the game <laughs> at all. Um, it's pretty worthless. It's like it, there's like two um, 
like tutorial missions that teach you like how to like auto attack and do all of these things um and then you realize nobody auto attacks and like all this stuff and it's like here's how you shoot towers and all like and all of this like stuff that you then realize you don't actually do in this game um and i've always found that really interesting but yeah so uh and what's i think the funniest thing is so it's different now um there's two different like they throw you into playing a melee character and a ranged character i can't remember who they are but originally like when i hopped in and did the tutorial originally it was sniper um, and oh. Sniper is not an easy character to play. <laughs> and to the fact that it's like, if you hop into a match and there's a Sniper on your team, like my first thought is, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, <laughs> please don't. So um, I always I always thought that was really funny. But yeah, so I've been playing a little bit. Um, I played like a match with some friends the other day. I want to get Jason in. I know like Jesse's played it with me before. So I want like... I want us all to get together and just like get rolled in pub matches because that's like my biggest fear is like hopping into like a match and then being so bad that everybody hates me. Um, But if we're all terrible, then it's not that big of a deal, you know? We just end up hating ourselves. Yeah, which I do already anyways. So just par for the course. Speaking of, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, oh no, there was an concerning ad. hating yourself. Um, by the by, by uh, the by of ha- hating yourself, I am still playing Warzone for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. So I I was threatening to uninstall it. I finally did it. You did. I installed that game. I couldn't. I literally could not, especially now that uh, Halo 2 is out for the Master Chief Collection um, and I needed Uh-oh. to install that. I was like, I need all the space I can get. Fuck this. I also want to download Red Dead Redemption 2 and play it. And I'm like, I need the space. I'm sorry, Warzone. And GTA 5 is yeah. now free on the Epic Store. Um, if you can get it, by the working. way. <laughs> um, oh, I'm not yes. the only one that's like having these issues. No, the uh, Epic Store is down. And here's the funny thing about this. So we know that like GTA five as of today is free on the Epic store. So anybody out there listening in like the next week, please go get it. But, um, I, if out of all of the games, literally in the world that Epic supports, um, it cracks me up that the game that crashes their servers is not their game yeah gta 5 like it's not fortnite it's grand theft auto but anyways um jason uh oh no you were talking austin austin was talking about warzone and i told you that i installed it because fuck you warzone yeah it is uh (laughs) i mean yeah it is still a hard drive hog right now i think this had another update that like was like also huge again i that's frustrating but whatever I'm having still having a ton of fun with the game and but I finally broke out of actual Warzone and played Plunder which is was like the other uh, mode where it's all about getting money and not just about getting being the last person alive and it's a totally different style of it's kind of I mean it's obviously still like a battle royale but you're fighting to get the most money and it's it's a 
totally different thing because uh so there's no circle there's no gas there's no nothing you just drop anywhere on the map and you just try to loot and your team is trying to be the first one to a million to get a million dollars uh and then you get in firefights if you kill people they drop a certain amount or percentage of their money but if you die you drop a percentage of your money so there's kind of these battles back and forth uh there's it kind of reminds me parts of it are uh like the dark zone from uh what did I just, I just the division the division the division because at one point like you can go to these places and call helicopters to come in and take your money to safety so you don't lose it if you die but then it alerts everyone on the map so they can come in and try to kill you and then they can get their money out because um, once you get your money to out it's safe and that you won't lose it anymore uh, you can buy like little things like little Fulton devices uh, to put your money in max like two hundred thousand dollars to save it it's kind of interesting but it's it's a lot of fun and like because it's more of like fighting you die you respawn and so you can come back in and just keep fighting instead of like well i'm in the gulag oh i lost okay i'm done well i quit <laughs> so i mean i was you know i did a game i got like 12 kills and it's like i'm like that feels feels pretty satisfying um versus like Warzone, which you know consistently i do actually end up getting four to six kills a game depending on the game could do more could do less but it's, it was kind of a nice change and i just haven't i've just put off plunder for so long and i was playing with my brother and a friend of his and we finally like let's do some plunder so we're getting our you know butts whooped in Warzone, and it was a nice change it's a lot of fun and it, if you guys haven't tried it i know matt now can't try it um jason's got to update his game for four days so he probably won't try I it mean, but i probably just getting rid of call of duty so uh, yeah i think this but, ship has but, sailed for me but yeah if you if, if people are still interested in warzone i mean try give plunder a try it's a nice change of pace uh different style of gameplay you know it's not like like if you die it's not like the end of the world you can come back in and honestly i, I kept happening i kept dying i came back in and then i'd end up killing re-killing the people that killed me and then take my money back and end up being right. like a kind of a tug of war and uh, it was fun. It's kind of all I've really done this week. Unfortunately, I haven't. I mean, obviously Mother's Day and stuff. This last weekend, I was a little more busy than I normally was, and I have my sister's in town because she's decided not to quarantine in Boston anymore. So, because they're all shut down. So, correct. Been a little, been a little more busy than lately. So, uh, works finally dying down. But yeah, yeah, plunder. Not too bad. Right. All right. So. Austin's continuing to play uh, Call of Duty in as much as Jason is continuing to play Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, and I'm I'm getting real far in it. I am get I'm about fourteen levels. Yeah, fourteen levels away from the level cap at this point, which is you know more fourteen than levels in Final Fantasy uh, right? fourteen. <laughs> you gotta quit now, Jason. It's over. You can't do it. Uh, no, I needed to do it at, at level 14 if I was At level 14, oh, okay. You should but probably give I, 14 like, characters, level them to 14, and then stop the game. Yeah, I'll have to make a like, It'll probably give you some, something special. It'll give you something special, then it actually <laughs> will give you something for free. Uh, a golden chocobo will fly into, like, in real life. To your I house. think that only works if I name, like, my character first name 4 and last name Teen and have 14 characters there you on go. Final Fantasy 14. Level like 14, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's I've never gotten this far into an MMO at all, so I've really been enjoying it. And, you know, that has something to do with the fact that I do like the Final Fantasy world, so not everyone's going to get into that as much as I am, but for me, it's a lot more appealing than, you know, the wows of the world and stuff like that. But wow. I love it. I'm in the wow. second... 
<laughs> second DLC out of three, so working my way through. But the other game I've been playing uh, is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I got recently. And I'm still in the beginning stages. Uh, I haven't done a whole lot. I went and fought the beginning area, got off, went to a new planet. I can't remember the name of it. And the thing I liked is I have it on the highest difficulty to try and feel like, you know, a Dark Souls game because I love those games. And uh, I just went exploring for a little bit, found a side boss, threw myself at the side boss about 20 times in a row before <laughs> I beat it. And I'm suddenly like, yeah, this that that feels like Dark was, Souls. Was it the giant tongue yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah, I think I did the same exact thing. I'm like, I gotta <laughs> beat this thing. Okay. Uh, so you but, like the game so far? Yeah, I mean, it mechanically feels a little weird at times, but I still like it. I, I think I mean it ended up being one of my favorite games of last year. Unfortunately, I haven't I haven't gone back to finish it. I got so close to beating that game, and I haven't gone back to finish it because my Origin account is locked out because uh, Origin sucks. So this is a whole thing. So someone hacked my Apex account, and then I I reported it that my account's been hacked. I need to change my email, whatever. Uh, the problem is the email that's still linked to my EA account is one I don't have access to anymore. So I, when I try to get the prompts to change an email, I'm like, well, we just send an email to you. I'm like, I can't access that email. And then I actually had a caller representative and I said, I explained it to him. Like, I can't access this email. I need you to just do it. I did the same thing with Ubisoft and they did it over, like they did on their end and fix it. EA won't do it on their end. Like, well, you got to do a ticket and then include what e the new email you want in the ticket. And then it should work. And I was like, well, I, and I did that. And this was right before the whole COVID thing started. So I don't know what happened. Uh, but now it just says your credentials are invalid when I try to sign in. And I use my different, the new, the email it should be, and it doesn't work. So I don't know. And now I can't play Jedi Fallen Order. So well, it's, I mean, the moral it, to the story is, Austin, stop handing out your password on the street. That's not right. a good idea. I so, got hacked by some Chinese guy. What can I say? He actually uh, got some wins for me on Apex. So it's okay. <laughs> It, that's hilarious but i uh yeah i not kind of similar i realized so like i got i signed into hulu on this uh this tv um a handful of days ago uh and it like it sent me an email saying oh somebody has signed into your hulu account i'm like hey that was me and so like i looked at like the history and there was a number of people that were using my hulu account and they didn't steal from me or anything and it didn't even look like that they were really even watching anything but i could see where like these these like different like televisions and like computers and stuff were logging onto my hulu account and i was like <laughs> what 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 and so i just like signed everything out but it was weird like it yeah yeah I, I know like I'm able to do that. I know like my credit card is definitely on the black market, right? Because that's all of our stuff is. Um right. but including those videos of you jerking it, um am I because I can't be the only one who gets those emails, right? I've never gotten those emails. So I don't check my spam, but Yeah, I so I like I monitor my spam folders just because I think they're hilarious and I think my oh, favorite spam uh that I get is uh there was a data breach and I think I tracked it down to MySpace. 
um, because I think that the password that they keep sending me is like was my MySpace password. But um, I definitely like I'll get these like emails and they'll be like, uh, we have recorded video of you watching porn. And like, I think the words they actually use are pleasuring yourself and like how they have a video that's, that's like when you res- that's when you respond there was no pleasure involved <laughs> there is no happiness <laughs> here um but like they're like it's side by side and uh we're gonna send this to everybody you ever loved and here is like the password you use to like make it credible um and stuff and i like look at that and i'm like that's a bunch of horse shit uh and so they they want you to of course wire them a ton of bitcoin because that's uh the hellscape that we live in jokes, currently jokes on them i ain't got none um yeah but you you can buy some yeah nah awesome we'll teach you how to do it so you can wire your uh bitcoin to those guys now austin cool. I, I have yeah. video proof of you <laughs> <laughs> and the, um and if you wire me like five million bitcoins then we'll be good how about no how about no so jason you like star wars is what i'm i am I, i'm liking it yeah let um, me know how how you like later on there's like one one planet i really enjoyed so i forget off the top of my head what it was called but a lot of fun i'll have to keep playing i like it so far i know you like those style of games so it was like like you're perfect because it's not so so dark soulsy punishing but like it can get really difficult right now my question about it is uh are you a big star wars fan i am I, I like Star Wars, but I'm not huge into it. Like, I'll I'll enjoy it for what it is, but I'm not going to go seeking out the lore and screaming at people for not understanding the lore. Like, so you're you're not going to go to like the the Star Wars fan club meetups? Is what right. you're telling me. Okay, but you you enjoy the movies and you know what's going on. Right. So yeah, because I, that's where I'm kind of like curious about this game is how how those people the like really hardcore feel about it versus how those of us who could care less feel about it right i, mean, I bet they don't like it <laughs> i probably that's those people that don't like is never happy with anything made except if it was made 20 years ago oh longer than yeah. that at least at 40, this point 40 year 40 years ago 40 almost. to 50 years Oh yeah, I just mean like uh, not just Star Wars fans. I just mean like that type of fan in any subject, you know. But you know what they're it fan has of? To be at least twenty years ago. Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two Remaster. So because everybody yeah, should be a fan. Yeah, if the lore is not right in Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two, I'm this is not the color of deck Tony Hawk wrote at this time. <laughs> Tony yeah, Hawk whatever. has a challenge in at least one of the maps that you ollie over a sleeping homeless man. Um, and they happen. actually tell you, like, uh, ollie over the bum. I remember this, yes. Do you think that they include that in this game? They better. Because well, that's an interesting question. 
I don't know. know if the culture well, today is, is bum is is bum pejorative now. That. Like you can't say bum anymore. I it's definitely not like a good term. No, it's not. Will they will they call it Ollie over the? I can't even think of something. They they could the just vagrant. change like instead of having it be the dis- a the displaced homeless vagrant. man, it could just be a different character that you have to ho- ollie oh. over. Like maybe because they're gonna say it's gonna say ollie over the bum, and there's they're just gonna be like a butt right there. there because go. it's weird, right? <laughs> because it's weird yeah. that like there's no NPCs in this game. It's literally just you on a skateboard, and then there's the bum you all you ollie over, right? So yeah, I'm like I'm really curious if one they include that or if two they have to like change it and acknowledge that yeah this didn't age well, right? And so. I could see them changing it to something different, but have the same objective like the displaced the worker insert. Yeah, exactly. For current events, aka. Me. <laughs> so, aka, send your email. Send your a, email. A bum. A bum. <laughs> <laughs> we we went full circle. Um, the beer's coming in ice, though. Gotta thank say, thank you, thank you. Ale- am, Alexis, Alexis even commented that it's a nice thick beard. I am not working on it at all. Literally, not touching it. Period. Um, so I think we I think we talked about that last week. But yeah, so it just it just continues to grow. So who would have guessed if you didn't shave? Just, just like just our happened. love of video games. They just, just like our love of video games. Now hold on. Um, with reference to our love of video games. Um, <laughs> Jason, did you include Paper Mario in this list here? I did because because I have was, no idea what you're talking that about. Got, that got announced today. Yeah, I missed it. Get with the times. There is a brand new Paper Mario game coming out for a mainline Nintendo console, not a handheld. And it's been a while since they've done that. I think well, hold back on. on the Wii. Yes, their mainline console is a handheld. I I see what you're saying. But it's also a console. You know, it's also a console. A handheld console. It's not a 3DS. <laughs> right. right. It, I can play it, it on a TV. Good. There you go. And I've always been someone who really enjoys the Paper Mario game. They have uh, some good humor in there. And I, I understand after A Thousand Year Door, they kind of dropped off a little bit in quality. And everyone kind of is a little iffy on them. But I'm always excited to see a new one because if they can nail it, it has such a great aesthetic and it's such a I, just a I nice I don't see how they game. won't right now. Nintendo is just knocking it out of the park with game after game right now. So yeah, but they get so set in their ways that yeah, they tend to like as soon as they find something that people don't like and they do like, they're like, no fuck you, we're gonna do it anyway. And I think they do I that think... for a while. Yeah, I know. I think the Nintendo culture now is probably a little more apt to do that. If you look at like what they did with Breath of the Wild, how that was totally right. different. Mario Odyssey was totally different. You know, like all like these games. Well, I mean, are, even, even look at Animal Crossing. They're continually like doing updates weekly with that game versus like that's not. Yeah, like, I mean, Nintendo Animal Crossing. I feel is very much in Animal Crossing game. I don't think they really revolutionized 
that like for themselves but like it's it's still the same exact ass game that i played right when it's i was now a their kid. best it's now their best selling game so <laughs> it should be which is nuts so yeah well regardless like i'm excited to see how paper mario the origami king goes uh, i love how they just do all these little ideas with paper that it's so so much fun so i'm excited to see how they do it this time and hopefully they uh bring back more of the rpg style they did with the first two games and less of the kind of weird stuff that they started adding in i think they did like a card game for a little bit with some of the later games which card game i'm in you got me i no, it's it's bad Not, wasn't good it's been bad <laughs> like a card game battle system i'm sorry which usually i've i've rarely seen that work so want to play some gwent <laughs> but i'm, I'm always excited and i wanted to, play to include gwent. that oh exciting stuff mario 35th anniversary this year so we're going to be getting i think some more mario news probably oh, sure. down the pipeline here yeah i think this is one of the probably one of the first things that's going to kick all that off is it um, we'll did see. they give a release date i don't uh let me double check because i didn't see one but that doesn't mean that i'm right i have that uh happen to me all the time july launch date well wow so no, I bet it's, it's gonna i think you're right it's gonna kind of kick off the whole mario 35 it thing, could be because we could very well right i'm excited let's see yeah. how it goes um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, ooh, this is this is not going to work. While on the subject of <laughs> not it, on, okay, I I screwed this up. I need the the antonym here of speaking. The next of. news story we will discuss. The next news story we will discuss is um, again keeping track of since our world went into complete chaos to this point um, the Tokyo Game Show 2020 has been cancelled they will have an online event there we go who would have guessed um, but um, the the I think where we need to start heading now is looking at the things that we are doing right um, so the big thing is is this summer is we are going to just get bombarded with uh, online you know things like conferences and announcements and stuff like that um so it was lists have kind of started putting together here are the things that are going to fill the void um now that you are not getting a proper e3 and all of these other events the tokyo game show and you know all of these things right uh gamescom stuff like that um so starting off with something that has already started um but it's the summer game fest right this is jeff Keeley's thing um and the two big dates that he's saying are may and august so they're going to kind of round out um, bookends some might say the summer of pandemic gaming uh and so uh his big thing is out there saying like okay uh Bethesda, Sede Project Red, yay, Microsoft, Sony, blah, blah, blah. All these other companies are going to take part in this. 
we don't know entirely the schedule is pretty much constantly changing on that so you can kind of like hop on there and see what he's doing the summer game fest uh is if you're looking for that um and then we kind of hit that that e3 void right uh in june and so the things that are going to take up that spot is ign is running a summer of gaming um which sounds like most of the publishers will be coming together and showing off games also showing off the new hardware things like that uh gamespot is doing their play for all uh which is going to be a quote-unquote multi-week event um and the big thing about that is it's going to be a lot like the ign summer gaming thing but um they're working with direct uh partnership working for covid relief um raising money things like that uh and both of those are supposed to be taking some place in june um but i don't think we have dates for them yet we do have dates however for the gorilla collective which is june 6th through 8th which may sound familiar because that is when we would be expecting to be seeing e3 again not happening three um e3 it's like gorilla like the developer gorilla i'm assuming no okay not that i'm aware of (laughs) i I think these are these are not actually uh uh, like related to each other um about to say are we getting a horizon zero dawn 2 announcement but i'll just um well the thing about this is so the gorilla collective thing is several days and several different shows um so like it's june 6th through 8th the opening thing is a a greg miller hosted event um and i can't remember exactly what they're calling that but the big thing is is included in that they're then going to go into the pc gaming show which is an e3 mainstay at this point um and then there's going to be a future games show whoa right whoa future games we're not talking about them past remade games we're We're not talking about about the past games or the current games we're talking about the future games Um, features now old man and of course that's um anticipating that we actually do have a future um yeah so november and december man they're gonna be rough rough months down there we actually just probably should just end it now but um we're not going to (laughs) and we're going to pretend like we're going to have a future um with the future game so uh and then a couple of other things that they haven't quite announced yet this will lead into the limited run games show hashtag lrg3 uh and on june 8th this will be happening and it will be quote third totally live totally bitchin press conference for the biggest announcements in the future of physical video games <laughs> so i um, i like I how it. they actually say physical well that's that's that that's what limited run games does physical like release limited edition sort of thing oh okay i got it because i know when you think the future, it's all going to be digital. So. Right, but this is literally like their thing. I'm still, I'm still sucker for the physical editions. Maybe it's my old uh, '90s self, but I still like it. Nah, you're just a hipster. I'm buying, I'm buying, 
I'm buying the physical <laughs> editions of Last of Us 2 and whatever. Well, I probably am doing that. I mean, there probably won't be a physical it. edition of Last of Us 2, all. let's be honest. It's it's Where over. Um, Why are we so depressed? With the sun's <laughs> shining, everyone's happy, people are going outside. We'll um, be fine, I've people. been depressed for years. We're all going to die in November. We'll be fine. Like, like I've been depressed for years, so... Uh, I just continue doing that because I thrive in that environment. Uh, so yes, that's June 8th. June 11th, we will have the EA Play Live 2020. Sick. And then uh, a month later, we have July 12th, Ubisoft's Forward event. Um, and then again, rounding out the summer of games, Jeff Keeley comes back. Jeff Keeley makes his final stand um on august 24th at the jamescom gamescom opening night live this is where jeff Keeley actually just uh dissolves into the force and uh is uh, becomes the god that we all know he is so all these events are just like the road to that point like it's all the road to the final to the ascension of Jeff Keighley. Of Jeff Keighley, correct. Oh, okay. He's, just, he's gonna finish, and also just a, a light just beams down, and he's gonna be like, oh, I just get ascended. Um, and then we find out that Kojima was behind it the whole time. So... <laughs> And this that's is Death Stranding. He probably is writing this. <laughs> it's literally how Death, Death Stranding, Stranding ends. The game isn't actually Death Stranding. It's been a whole augmented reality project he's been working on. So we've COVID nineteen as part of this. Death Stranding we've been part one. In Death Stranding, yeah, yes. this is Death Stranding part one version one. Uh, I mean, Austin is Sam Porter, so like, true. You better get going because I think you got to meet Jeff Keeley at the final event, Austin. You've got to save who, America, who, man. Who, who says I won't? And who says I'm not? <laughs> I delivered important things every day. Making connections. Making connections. Saving the world with my BB. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so that's basically what the summer is starting to shape up to look like. Uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, how many of these events will I wear pants to? Probably none of them. Because have I worn pants in the past two months? No, I have not. Yeah, so, please do not pan your camera down. I don't think um, we need to be banned on Twitch. Yeah, I don't want to get banned um, on Twitch. Uh, but with reference... No, I already used that one. Hold on. Um, while on the subject of getting banned on Twitch, I, that actually doesn't make sense. Um, so let's talk about Sony hardware for a minute. Um, so because yeah, so Sony kind of came up with a lot of info this last, last week. Um, yeah, I mean, it's still a lot of like, we don't really know what the hell they're doing yet, but, um, yeah. you know, and a lot of this stuff, like like we expected and like we knew so for example like um you know uh epic was out there and saying oh like the uh the ssd is um th on the ps5 is gonna be you know um better than most high-end computers and you know like if you watch the mark sereny thing he was like yes we're aware of this um and we are going like so 
if you want to replace the hard drive or the SSD inside of your PlayStation, um, basically you're going to have to go through a list of hard drives that we do deem suitable because they have to be so fast to work with this machine. Which yeah. which is not like that's how it, I mean I know it's gonna be probably a, sm- a smaller list than normal. I mean, but I had to do the same thing when I upgraded SSD Correct. to my PlayStation. It was like you have to use these ones because it won't work. The writing speed or whatever just won't work with these ones. You have to use this these certain ones. So I mean, that's no surprise there. But but the it problem, still was like a standard SSD. Yeah, so I mean I think I just I have like a Samsung. Change. I think that, yeah the big thing in this is going to be has is probably all going to be Sony made SSDs unless they uh, they said. They, that they were companies. doing third parties, normal are, SSD so creators. Just, the only thing I'm worried about is just it's just going to be so expensive to upgrade it because I mean the, oh, obviously it it's, it's going to be generous. I'm assuming we're getting a terabyte out of the box, but you know then you know does that lead room for two, three, four, five terabytes down the road? I mean I don't know what the max will be here. So and those could be expensive. I mean once you get past a terabyte in SSD, even today it's becomes you know a couple hundred dollars so yeah it's it's so funny to me because like i was like literally talking to one of my roommates today because it was like my first hard drive was 250 gigs my first external was 250 gigs and i spent um over two three hundred dollars on it um and now you know you can get a terabyte or like my i've got a two terabyte external that i paid like sixty dollars for um and so ssds are going to do the same thing right they're getting cheaper and cheaper by the day uh and so by the time that i need you know a terabyte ssd for my my playstation uh, probably won't be too crazy right that's just kind of how that technology works we figure out how to get more information stored in smaller areas and kind of go from there. Um, but yeah, so Sony was out there and they were saying uh, the hardware is on track. Um, there will be no major issues with software from this point forward. Uh, and we can expect to see a PlayStation 5 this holiday. Um, now I did see that they probably weren't gonna make as many as when they made the PlayStation Four, um, but you know. Well, I, yeah, sure. Uh, and well, yeah, what I've heard is that it's gonna happen, and the price is probably gonna be a little more expensive than they originally were gonna put it out at. But uh, so they could just leak, try to not keep the demand as crazy high. I mean, but you gotta keep in mind the PS Four sold out. On, on launch and was unavailable for like the first couple months so it's right. going to be the same thing but I, it's it's very promising to see them like saying oh, you know we're on track we'll be okay we haven't really been affected too bad from this and I know Xbox is saying the same thing like we're we're, we're moving right mm-hmm. along and like so that's something I kind of like I'm curious about though because like if they're sitting there not sh- if they're unsure about something and they have a little bit of time before, like, they need to make an announcement about this. And Microsoft is doing the same thing. I feel like this is more posturing than anything. I think they are likely going to have to, you know, at least cut it back a little bit. And they're just waiting to see who blinks. Because, like, if you look how they've been running this whole console war, they've just been waiting for the other person, trying to are you... see what they're going to do. What do you mean, cutting back, like, what do you mean by that? I mean, like... 
holding back the launch date, push, pushing it back okay. or something like that. See, because I, the first I person who does that, it's going yeah. to look like look they just bad. don't want to be the first person. Well, yeah, because that was also like was a big factor of the PS4 uh, Xbox One is you know PS4 beat Xbox by what was it just one week, uh, something like that. And but I think that made all the difference in the world. You know, in one week, PlayStation sold like a, almost a million units. Uh, right. So, and I think I think uh, Microsoft sees that like okay, we gotta either you know find a date you know with maybe within a week closer maybe but we'll see that's probably like they're both playing it's so close to the vest right now like we're not getting any information uh, i i have a feeling um that we're gonna know more about uh microsoft and the xbox earlier just because yeah. kind of the way that they have been running everything it, it seems right. like the ps5 is still like this very hush hush thing and microsoft is more out there being like oh yeah like here we go this is what we're doing blah 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 here's here's our teraflops please enjoy our teraflops so right. um yeah we'll, we'll see um when they kind of start announcing this stuff because you know we would have seen it at e3 so now they kind yeah. of have a flexibility uh to kind of do it, do they it want as to. they want to um which you know sony wasn't going to be at e3 anyway so uh they were going right. to always do their own thing but now there's kind of this pressure off of either of them because they don't need to yeah. um and for me i think that this was a big week in kind of realizing like oh this stuff is coming right so uh unreal engine 5 got announced this week and yeah. uh they showed off a tech demo um of footage running from a ps5 uh in, re and in real time yeah and it looked gorgeous it looked amazing oh, it looked man wonderful. i just i i just watched that uh before i got on here just because i like you know like i need to, i need to watch it i had it on my computer over the last couple of days but i just haven't or whatever it came out i opened it up but i haven't watched it yet boy that just and i, I mean, love yeah. it when they like pause the demo like, oh well, let's just mess with the lighting here let's just let's show you all the triangles you're like oh my gosh there's right. so many and right. so many triangles and i mean if yeah, you haven't if you haven't <laughs> seen that check it out i mean that's yeah it just, looks that's what we're gonna be getting here so it looks gorgeous and and the thing is is they're pushing the unreal engine kind of to the limits at that point um are the games that are launching with the playstation going to look like that absolutely not no way right um this is like kind of uh this is what we can do um kind of but given no real limitations um right you know like we when the game developer goes in and they start to like make games obviously they're not going to look that good is they're not going to be able to because they're still dealing with a million other factors. Um, right. But I think like watching that tech demo for me was like a really kind of like, all right, this stuff is coming and it, like I'm impressed. And like their big thing was that they were focusing um, on dynamic lighting and audio. And mm -hmm. uh, those are things that I, I super nerd about. And so I think is like super interesting and something that i'm really excited to watch right so i don't know well, like, I, just think, I just love how like they're like with the way we can do this we can bring in what would be cutscene movie quality graphics in what you're actually playing because we're able to now and i think that's going to be the coolest thing is these backgrounds and details of just 
what you're running past are going to be so much better looking than what we're used to. I mean, there's always still that big difference from in-game to cutscene look. So, like, if everything looks like what the cutscene is, um, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be great. And I mean, we keep saying that like every console generation, though, like we see that, and I think we're at a point where we're going to stop seeing as much of a graphical fidelity jump. Like, if you look at some of the games coming out now, like look at stuff from The Last of Us 2 that's mm-hmm. been released so far, and that game looks gorgeous. And I think what we're going to be seeing is more of those little, little things, because already things look gorgeous. Now how do we make it more realistic? So we have the thing Matt's talking about, like the lighting effects, and I think that's what's really going to be pushing this stuff over the top, and that's going to be the exciting stuff to see when it comes down to it. Well, and because so... we can make a detailed model already and make it correct. look gorgeous right well and that's the thing is so because you only have so much uh power that you can pull from one thing and so there's this constant kind of fight between the developers of like okay well i can do this right now in terms of graphics but it's going to take so much power that then Mm -hmm, we kind of like we can only reserve this amount for audio or we can only reserve this amount for lighting or things like that yeah and so being able to kind of say like all right we're gonna allow the artist to continue doing this and being able to pull all of this memory and still have a ton of space to focus on these other things like that's that's where i think this kind of really starts to take off you know um and again i'm not a programmer i like i i don't pretend to be um but i like I'm excited to see what they can do. Um, and especially as being like uh, an audio nerd, like I'm, I'm really pumped to see what they can accomplish in that. If, if yeah. what Mark Cerny is out there saying is realistic, um, that's really exciting to me. Yeah, definitely. So I'm excited. I'm always excited for this stuff. So right. yeah, Unreal Engine I'm, Five. And I'm, I'm, and I'm really looking forward to what we're going to be seeing uh, from all the other companies coming out. You know, so and I'm I looking forward to the summer. Research. You know, I did do a little research when we were talking about the uh, SSD for the PS5. I took a look at what it was because I thought for sure I heard something about this being a thing that's already out there, just expensive. Yes, and it looks like yeah, it is out there. You can get this for your computer. It is out there. It's just a matter of cost. So I feel like that replacing the SSD, it is going to be possible. I don't think it's going to be 100% Sony branded stuff. And it, like the equipment's out there. It's just going to be a matter of yeah. I when that I I, I only said that because I, I I saw a picture of like Sony right. SSD these Sony SSDs. Yeah. So I just wanted to. I just didn't I know just if it was like just because I look I was just curious. Yeah, I don't know if it's like an SSD they designed themselves for the PlayStation Five. Right. But no, nah, I mean they're they're yeah. gonna work with one of their the their companies, yeah. right? That's gonna like who knows, probably yeah. Western Digital or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I but, like I, I think they're I think Seagates are in the PS four, so Yeah, right. that's what was in the PS four, so yeah, they could have a thing with Samsung. For yeah. sure, and like I said, I the comparable data speeds. It's they they say five gigabytes per second, and I was looking up. These are about they were saying five thousand megabytes per second, which is 
basically the same thing. Right. So, uh, yeah, it looks like that technology is out there. So when we do come to a point where we are maxing out our PS5 space, we will have options. I just wanted to check because no, I they, thought that was interesting. You, but also, wait, which, are you saying the new ones are five yes. gigabytes, but then the other ones are? Wait, what was the five hundred megabytes? The, 5,000 megabytes, megabytes is about is 5, gigs. 5 gigabytes. And that's Correct. with these ones you're looking at. Okay. Correct. Yeah. That's like what yeah, are readily available right now. Because I know that the comparison between what this, the 5 gigabytes, and the PS4 was, the PS4 is 50 to 100 megabytes. So, I mean, it's a huge, yeah. at least from the PS4 hard drive to this, that's a huge jump. So, yeah. it's kind of cool. And I mean, that, may, that makes sense if you look at the, the way a solid state versus a hard drive works, you know. Um, that yeah. totally makes sense. Uh, and like I said, it's, and let's be real, like, I've never replaced the hard drive in my PS4. You'll survive. Uh, yeah, like, it's not gonna just hurt, yeah. delete that's, games. That's one thing I I did do. I, I mean, I I put I got the terabytes SSD in there, and I think it does it has helped. So I do think the way things just hang are on, going, little buddy, just hang on. The way things are going with the new console, though, I do think there'll be that bigger difference where you might not, you know, survive with anything lower. It's you gotta use specifically this well i mean oh yeah, sure when you're talking about like read and write speeds oh, okay. and stuff oh absolutely i'm talking about like yeah. purely size based right yeah okay yeah exactly. um speaking of all these oh speaking of oh damn. hold on hold on hold on i've got another one <laughs> while on the subject while on the subject of all these new games uh playstation studios is like a new brand that is uh gonna launch alongside the playstation 5 so uh sony announced that it's creating a new umbrella brand uh, called playstation studios that will unite all its first party titles and launch alongside playstation 5 uh, as reported by game in GamesIndustry.biz, this new branding will only be used for those games that are developed and managed by Sony. A new opening video for PlayStation Studios was also revealed that includes characters from The Last of Us, God of War, Uncharted, Ratchet Clank, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Little Big Planet. It makes sense. I mean, those are the the biggest yeah. characters they've ever had. Um, it makes sense that they would try to get a brand out there because uh, they're still under the Sony Interactive Entertainment umbrella. They're just like, okay, so here's a flash screen that you can throw yeah. at the, the front of your game that kind of unites it you know both them and microsoft you know xbox game studios has been a thing for a long time yeah. but both of them are kind of like buying up as many developers as they can to right. create these mega brands so um the playstation coming out to say oh we have a playstation studios now now that they they can kind of say all right here's sony but also here's playstation so you can refer right. to us and not necessarily refer to sony you know yeah. so yeah i guess when i you, guess microsoft and xbox made that split a long time ago yeah and you know like yeah. uh and it gives Sony kind of a, a a way to put PlayStation on other platforms without just saying, oh, these are just Sony games. Like, Microsoft does it really well. So, like, when you download uh, games onto Microsoft, you download it through an Xbox app, right? So right. that's their gaming division. You don't, like, really even refer to them. Like, we almost always refer to them as xbox not as microsoft you know um right. and so they're kind of making that distinguishing thing 
well, Sony, you know, Sony makes a lot of shit. Sony makes TVs and, you know, all of these other things. Uh, so it would make sense that they're like, we're going to, we're going to kind of make our own game brand and refer I mean, and to it's, it's... as PlayStation. And it's that's not that's no surprise there because like obviously if you go to Sony.com you're gonna get like the main Sony thing but then PlayStation has its own website already and they've had that for for a long long time so then you don't get, it all you don't get into the weird things where like Yamaha makes musical instruments they also, also make motorcycles you know <laughs> if it was if they uh, like if they didn't share the Yamaha name and they were owned by a Yamaha corporation you might not even like realize it you know so yeah even though yamaha's logo is tuning forks and it's right <laughs> not motorcycles well that means their motorcycles just really finely tuned or pay us please yeah. yamaha <laughs> <laughs> uh, for that wonderful advertisement but um yeah so and you know that's that so, that's that's yeah. all developing you know yeah um, so on this on the same train here uh sony also good. released off the top of my head on that one uh today actually was the state of play uh brand new state of play for gosha shushima i don't oh, know if you guys checked that out that. yet. i didn't see that I'll, oh I'll you i i recommend checking that out as soon as you guys uh we finished this it looks amazing oh my yeah. goodness so it i mean it went into the exploration of the world and then you can know it's and how they is like you know how they are doing a big open world like you know sometimes they can be like daunting and just like where do i go next like we have like little cues like something will be smoking over there and you can go investigate or so there's a little fire on that oh way over there or something like that so it's kind of cool and the wind will just kind of guide you is what they said because that's like that's like if you need to point to something like that you haven't discovered yet or whatever, the wind will kind of blow that way. And they're like, oh, there's something over here, which I think is kind of a cool, subtle way to make you explore. Yeah. Uh, and then like animals will interact with you. If there's a, something hidden, like birds will fly next to you and guide you to somewhat something and other animals like they showed a fox and stuff. So super cool. They showed some combat off and man, that it just looks so good. Uh, I'm really, really excited for that. And they, you know, obviously the cop customization um with all the armor he's had all the armor does has different things and you can dye it and you can do all this stuff which people you know people go crazy for that and then uh they really showed off this new photo mode that you can do with instead of just you know freezing the picture you can do like you know add filters do stuff add other effects and it, it's pretty crazy i mean a lot really is going into the photo mode you can start the game in all black and white and do like the traditional like japanese like samurai movie and it's like always windy and rainy and then it's just like that I'm that cheesy that. Mu the cheesy right. music and it's it's it was really good actually that they did that and i i'd go check this out the game looks great i'm like really excited for it now um, it's just I, th I thought it was kind of funny because it's sucker punch and sucker punch released a game uh infamous second son the very beginning of playstation 4 like it was one of the first games that came out and then nothing and now they've released a game at the very end of it so it's kind of <laughs> just like you know bookended the uh, playstation 4's life and i, I kind of think it's like a sweet little tribute because i feel like ghost of shushima is kind of like one of the last really big playstation exclusive to come out before the next console so yeah yeah check it out 
I will actually. So that's like, so after uh, we log off here, um, I have two tasks. One is watch that. And the second is to claim my uh, Grand Theft Auto five, yes. because apparently that yes. store might be back up. Um, and so I think we're going to do that now. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to uh, end it and say goodbye. Um, we've got things to do. People, we have important tasks that we must accomplish. Uh, and so they cannot be accomplished at all later. They only correct. Correct. Um, this is all timed exclusive things that really only matter to us. Um, but before it, we're done here, um, the vein of exclusives, uh, last of us two is coming out in about a month. So yeah. Um, I'm really trying sure to here. <laughs> yeah, that was that was top notch. So yeah, um, that'll be that'll be out um, before we know it. Um, and yeah, so before we get out of here, I want to thank uh, both of you for being here, uh, Austin and Jason, as always. Um, I want to thank anybody who out there is listening. Uh, you know, you can reach us at uh, dryspellradio.com. Uh, we are also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all dryspellradio. We are on twitch.tv slash dryspellradio. If you feel so inclined to see us record this live, I'm sure it's a fascinating thing. Uh, and uh, you might even catch a glimpse of Austin's girlfriend cooking him food. So that's always something to look forward to. Um, so, or, or more importantly, Jason's cats. Yeah, they, they make an appearance. Uh, that's, so, that that was like what was them. lacking last week. We didn't get any <laughs> Jason's cats. And These are like the them. only things that you can experience with a premium live subscription at twitch.tv slash Radio. I'm kidding. It's not premium. You don't have to pay a we, thing. We're totally free. We, um, we have a slight, a slight pre-show. A slight pre-show where you get to see us sound check things. Um, and maybe every now and then a little treat for those of you out there watching live um but anyways i'm gonna sign off i'm gonna say thanks for listening everybody we will be back next week uh and until then uh keep playing games stay safe stay healthy and uh don't get hit by a train goodbye everyone see ya see ya